Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. We are in your brainwaves and I am one half of your illustrious podcast, Sholo Mariduena. I'm the super smooth, super sexy version, Jacob Scott Thomas Bertrand, coming at you live from the ATL. I feel like you do the same voice, just different words. (laughs) 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 I'm always just like that. Hello, guys. And you come in with the the Johnny Bravo. (laughs) Anyways, what's going on, guys? Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the podcast. (laughs) Um, We had some exciting. This honestly was probably the most fun weekend I've had. It was just really eventful. Yeah, it was super eventful. Um, Just had some nice time with the buddies, with the homies out here in Atlanta. Yeah, this weekend we had the opportunity of going to see Dave Chappelle. Shout out to... It was like an extravaganza. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Bob Dearden and Joe Pirelli for hooking it up with the tickets. It was... Yeah, they went with us. They're our writers on Cobra Kai. Super great people. They write the episodes that you all uh, hopefully love so much. And if not... Then, Get to watch and enjoy it. No, but it was them. cool. We got to watch a... Uh, unreleased documentary that Dave Chappelle I don't made? know if it's unreleased because I, I looked know. it up and it said that it released in June potentially I'm not too sure but basically uh, what it was was Dave Chappelle had this documentary about the series these weekly shows that he would do back in his uh, where he lives right now in Ohio and he would gather comedians uh, rappers singers musicians uh, for this kind of weekly performance and it was really like a mini festival that he would host in his in like a friend's property, right? Yeah, like Yellow a friend's Springs. really big property and, and kind of bringing people together at the peak of COVID. And they did it like they emphasized. It, I think what one of the parts that I enjoyed so much was that they had like a big emphasis on kind of trying to do right by COVID and being like, hey, everyone, let's get vaccinated without like it being in your face. You know what I'm saying? Without mm-hmm. it being obnoxious. But oh, they had so many. It, I think one of my favorite parts was they had Chris Rock uh, come in and do a day at the oh. show. And he had, this was at the time where when they were doing COVID tests, it was like, like a javelin in your nose, grabbing to your the brain, back of your head. I, yeah. I remember like before getting my first like COVID test, everyone was like, oh my God, it touches your brain. All of like the WebMD photos of like the little Q-tip going all the way up. Uh, but he, he had a pretty funny reaction to the, to the, to the, the COVID nasal. Um, but it was a super cool documentary. Had a like a, a pretty strong central theme around, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement because that was also kind of like reaching the height during the pandemic. And, uh, you know, I already really enjoyed the special that he did over the George Floyd stuff. I thought that was really uh, like that was felt really punctual and felt like it was what a lot of people were thinking on their mind and what a lot what a lot of people were kind of uh seeing happen around them at the time and he kind of just blurted it out which honestly i feel like is kind of what he does most of the time which is like say what's on some people's minds right mm-hmm. um and he does it well so it was it was super cool it was a great opportunity fucking usher played after all the oh, ladies usher, were t-pain ti yeah they were they were a bunch Savage. of people that 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 performed but it was awesome i, I thought also what was kind of cool was there were a lot of couples at the at the uh the show and it was fun seeing like T.I. and Young Jeezy go up on the stage and all the guys were like, 
yeah, I'm a fuck this bitch and find a doo butt. And then like Monica or Usher would come out and other girls would be like, ah, like, you know, like, like <laughs> there were, there were people for both crowds and I thought that was kind of cool too. Um, but I was there for both crowds. Dude, I just love what my favorite thing in the documentary was that dude who did the slam poetry. Oh, at the yeah, very beginning, that, dude. That I was wish they so would have put his name up. I don't know if they put it up earlier and we missed it, but man, he, I had chills listening to him. Yeah. It was, I mean, I don't listen to a lot of poetry or slam poetry. I don't know exactly how to categorize that, but he was awesome. And he, I remember he had this one line where he was saying he's talking about kind of the history of black people and African American people in this country and in kind of the world. And he was saying, we died for everything. Like, oh, and then we, we died, died for nothing. Yeah, we died yeah. for everything. We died that for nothing. Was that was so good. It was, yeah, I don't really watch a lot of slam poetry, but it was dope to kind of see uh, someone in their element talking about something that kind of is stigmatized, but shouldn't be stigmatized. Like, people aren't talking about it. Or it if they great, are, though, it's not really in the best way. In the way, most but. Dave Chappelle way, you know, obviously the, or not obviously, that whole segment of slam poetry was about um, the Black Lives Matter movement or fit into that. And it was really powerful, beautiful speech. And right after that, oh, it yeah. cut to Dave Chappelle doing his stand-up. And he's like, now don't all the white people feel guilty. <laughs> yeah. No, he was like, well, don't start feeling guilty now. Like, oh, yeah. He had this, like, huge, super impactful, <laughs> like, really, uh, like, hit hit it on the head when it came to, like, what should be, like, getting said about the Black Lives Matter movement and what's going on in the country right now. And then, yeah, he came up at the end and he was like, all right, white people, like, don't start feeling bad now that you're seeing it. Oh, like, yeah. So it was, you, that you was so now. good. <laughs> but but it was fun. But the, kind of the the question that I wanted to open up to you and hear what you what you thought about it is, and we, we didn't really touch on it um, at the height of all this controversy that's kind of been happening about him just because I feel like it's not our place to talk about it. But something that I do feel like it could be something that we talk about is if there should be a line drawn in the sand to like what types of jokes can be said or like, I'll give my opinion first because I, because I have a feeling I know what yours is and I think we're kind of on similar pages is that like, I feel like comedy and stand-up comedy should be, I don't want to say an exception just because that is putting them on some higher level, but but you should be allowed to to kind of say what you want. But I think it's, stand-up comedians are supposed to, you know, make jokes. And I think, yeah, maybe not make them at people's expenses, but but then, like, is there going to be a bullet point list of like things that you can't talk about and whatnot? And and I think I think the main problem is that, you know, I think it's not the joke, but how you make the joke. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where kind of the the stand up comedians nowadays get in trouble for for how they say stuff instead of what they're actually saying. Yeah. What What do you think? Do you think there's a line in the sand? I mean, it's, I, it's super controversial, and I and I yeah. know that we're kind of dancing around think, this topic and walking on eggshells. So, I think it's so loaded because, right? I could play devil's advocate and say, well, why is the exception only for, um, why is the exception only for comedians? Why can't I, as an actor, someone who's also in the public eye? I mean, I'm not in the public eye, like Dave Chappelle, mm -hmm. but let's say Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is also in the public eye. Why can't he make a joke? Uh, maybe a not super PC joke, but it's a joke. Why mm -hmm. does it? Why do they have to be labeled? Why can't as everyone a be on the same kind of yes. level playing field. Well, that's what I'm saying. Why can't we just view jokes as jokes? 
I get when you're watching a comedian, they're going up there to tell jokes. So that is mm-hmm. their entire platform. So it makes more sense that, oh, okay, this is the area where they're joking around. I shouldn't take everything at face value. And and I agree with that. I think I think comedians should be sort of the exception. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, I personally don't know anyone in the transgender community. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how that's affecting mm-hmm. them per se, like firsthand. I only hear or read articles or hear from other people who have friends or yada, yada, yada. And all I've been hearing is that it's just, it's sort of like we've come pretty far in terms of, it feels too soon, you're saying? We've come really far in how I I think the public views the transgender community. I don't know a ton about, I know they should get murdered, not all the time, but it was really bad back in the <laughs> 90s. The public opinion of transgender people, I feel like when Dave Chappelle's making all these jokes about it, I feel like is invalidating. Yeah, invalidating yeah. their um, stance or how they feel. Yeah, And it, that's driving that mentality into people, I think is what that community is really mad about. I, I think kind of what the pickle that, like the what you're talking about of, of why can't Brad Pitt or like why can't everyone say that is is I think the difference is, is that maybe not for comedians, but everyone in the public eye outside comedians is that your words hold weight, right? Mm-hmm. Like, unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it, we live in a society right now where a voice like Brad Pitt, a voice like Addison Ray, a voice like, uh, you know, Trevor Noah, a voice that is, is, oh, that is forward-facing, that is facing hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people every day, that person's voice is going to stretch a lot longer than, you know, it, than, yeah, unfortunately, than someone from McDonald's. in the public eye. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, and I think because of that, sometimes people can forget, oh, wait, people are like listening to what I'm saying. Because, you know, you know, like, it's only until someone fucks up that people are like, oh, hey, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, you're not going to hear about Brad Pitt being like, oh, man, I had a really great time working with Meryl Streep, da, da, da. You're going to hear that on a set, Brad Pitt was a dick and yelled at one of the gaffers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and I think there is a bit of, there should be a talk that, that, that's being had about like, yo, be mindful of what you're saying, you know? But I don't think it needs to stretch into the, Here's what you can't say. Um, and that, I think that's, that's what it forever. inevitably gets into. Yeah, no, it does. It, it does. It does. It and inevitably I guess, bleeds into, oh, well, what the heck? You can't joke about the LGBTQ community because I think the difference is comedians get paid to be funny and we <laughs> like, we're like, you know what I'm saying? No, like, yeah, I, I, I get that. No, that's the point I was sort of making is when you're watching a comedian, you know, you're going yeah. and you're listening to them making jokes. The entire thing is them making jokes. So, and, and at least in the special that we saw, he makes fun of everybody. (laughs) Yeah. No one is safe. No one is safe from, from standup comedians. I will say that about Dave Chappelle. And that's something I actually like about him. He usually just makes fun of everyone. Yeah. Like he just makes fun of life. He tries to make light of life. And I think that's what the documentary really showed. Yeah. That I really liked. I love how there's a one bit that was great where, um, Common was rapping and singing some song. Erykah Badu was singing as well. Yeah, yeah. And then 
Dave Chappelle's like, all right, so I know all these white people didn't know any of these songs, so I got my buddy John Hamm here to sing some Journey. <laughs> he played like Don't Stop Believing or yeah. something. It was, I don't know. That's It's just good comedy. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, we're going to get into a ad roll right now, but when we come back, I have some more jokey jokes that I want to pokey poke. A tout à l'heure. All right, we'll see you. And we're back with Hola. the jokey jokes. Ew. Um, I like that. I'm going to coin it. <laughs> um, Pete Davidson and Kim K. I like. It's just, I, like, I, it's just weird. It's like two people in high school. You're like, oh, what the heck? Why are they dating? It's just weird. Why is the nasty girl and the nasty guy dating? That's yeah. the, the, uh, no, I don't, don't want to say, say they're uh, nasty. But, but, okay, here, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. This is my only like. Uh, these fucking people with hundreds of millions of followers are just so extra is I feel like Kim K and Kanye at least are like hot off of a seemingly messy split not a divorce I guess but a divorce but they're seeing other people I feel like you kind of want to at least I would want to be kind of low key right Mm -hmm. I guess both both Kanye West, who's dating like a 20-year-old now, and Kim Kardashian, who's dating Pete Davidson, don't give a fuck about it. But going to Knott's Berry Farm, like... Oh, they went to Knott's Berry Farm. They 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 went to Knott's Berry Farm and were like, let's be out in public. And I just feel like already being Kim Kardashian is difficult enough in public. Yeah, people bombarding you and asking for pictures. But being, being there with all the paparazzi and like, you know what the headlines are going to be. So I, I just don't know at this point with all of these relationships, not even just with theirs, if it's just all just hobnobbery, just a bunch of fake to get the views up or whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't know. I have such a hard time believing that people, I know people do do that, but I have such a hard time believing that people actually try to do that. It just seems so... Oh, you're saying you want to believe that these people are actually dating and happy and, yes. and don't want to... <laughs> well, okay, and, actually, I should... I should. I actually take that back because didn't Kim Kardashian do a whole fake wedding? What do you mean? With that basketball player. So they like had the whole wedding planned and then the day before called it off or she walked away. I don't even remember the story. I was like 10. You don't remember that? Um, no, I, but to be f- f- like quite honest, I am not up on my Kim Kardashian news. But, but what I did want to talk about was why that... You know what, you know what it seems like? It seems like because... Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson are best friends. It seems like both of them were like, dude, we just got out of super bad relationships. Let's just see if we can go for the hottest girls. <laughs> like, let's let's just see. Let's just shoot for the stars. Yeah. And then now they're I with they're, Kim Kardashian and Megan Fox. And they're like, oh, this shit is crazy. They're, oh, this is oh. not what I thought it was going to be like. I want to see what it's going to be like to see Kim K's booty. And, <laughs> and Machine Gun Kelly's like, farm. Machine Gun Kelly's like, oh, bro, I got like crystals on my butt now. I wasn't expecting. No, this. yeah, I was just about to say, MGK is probably like, I thought I was freaky, but dude, Megan this Fox so seems like, like freaky, shit. but not even like kinky freaky, like just weird. Uh, like I feel like she just doesn't blink. He's yeah. <laughs> like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you ever, have you ever had thumb play before? Ah, <laughs> you know? oh, too soon. Oh no, I like Megan Fox. I like Megan Fox. I like Megan Fox. I'm a big fan of her work. Megan but, Fox. 
Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, Tony was telling me about her, uh, was their Vogue interview yeah, or something? Yeah, she, she did a Vogue, she did this Vogue interview that went kind of viral where, uh, where, she, I don't know, I don't, okay, to be fair, I don't, I vaguely remember her in Transformers, like, I don't even really remember her in Transformers. Really? But all of these, I, okay, yeah, she, I remember that they dressed her skimpy. And, and, and she even said herself, like, dude, the, the, in those first movies, and, you know, Scarlett Johansson says the same things about Avengers, she was like, dude, in those first movies, I was just a piece of meat. I was... Like, yeah, for like lack of a better word. And it's unfortunate because we see now that like people can transcend and like are really good actors. But for at the beginning of when those things were kind of reaching their catalyst, it was like, well, that's all the that's all that's was. all we're going to give them for right now, which is unfortunate. Yeah, she was just like, I think that you give off super good Taurus energy and wait, your your Venus rising is in Libra, right? Or like, she and just honest, seemed like way too into that stuff. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I'm not it just trying seems to like they it. smoke a lot of weed. That, that's what it seemed like. Like, yeah. they, they, I've never heard someone talk so calm. Or maybe she's just mad. I mean, hey, I don't mind it. I, I like the voice, but, <laughs> but I, like, like, hey, I'm down to listen to your ASMR <laughs> Zodiac stuff. Yeah, exactly. Tell me my rising, baby. How do we but, always come across? We always come across just making fun of the Zodiac stuff. Making fun of the Zodiac stuff? I, I don't, it's not even like, I'm not making fun of the Zodiac stuff. I think it's just some people get a little too intense with it. And, and I think, like I anything, talking it's, to those people, like anything, their brains. it's kind of fun and quirky and in moderation. But it's, it's when like, I don't know, it's when, it's when people are like, I, I love some of my favorite interactions that I've only really had in the past, like maybe three, four years as, as at least in girls in my age range, it's really started to kind of like pop off is they'll be like, oh my gosh, I know what sign you are. I know oh, what sign you are. Oh my God. I can just You're tell you Virgo. right now, you are no, no, just no. putting off such aggressive Leo energy. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm actually not a Virgo. What? Okay. 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 That means you're definitely a Sagittarius then. Ah, uh, no, no, no. I'm actually... I'm not, I'm not a Sagittarius. Well, you oh. get the, you get it the best because. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah. So I get it the best because even after all of that, I say, no, I'm a Gemini. I, I don't say it like that. I say like, nah, I'm a Gemini. I'm a cool guy or whatever. And, <laughs> and they proceed to shit on Gemini's because I guess that's just what the internet is. That's just what the world has come to. Everyone is like, Gemini's two-faced. Oh, you're baba. Uh, shut up. Stop it. I know. What I can't help it. What do you want me to do? I can't <laughs> change. I'm not a preemie. I'm not a postie. I'm just a Gemini, a okay? <laughs> I'm just a Gemini. I can't help it. I don't like I don't know what to tell people. But I that, am that is a tough hill to climb if you're talking to one of those crystal girls. But to be honest, I'm mad toxic. So <laughs> I guess they're so right. baby girl Same shit. I guess it's demon time then, baby. Um yeah, I Dude, I don't even want to talk about the Gemini stuff. It's not worth it because I'm not a Gemini. It's obviously a sensitive subject. Guys, don't relax. He's a he's a cancer rising. It's fine. Guys, stop. I'm not a cancer rising. Cancers are emotional and I'm not emotional. That's what I always get told. I'm a as soon as I'm like, oh, I'm a Pisces. So like, oh, so you're sad. You're sad. Water sign. You're Water you're means tears, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I was just want to say, oh, I actually don't have a zodiac. I was born a February 28th and uh, I'm not in it. Actually, I was raised I, with the wolves. Exist. So technically, like, I don't really have a birth date. Like, 
they couldn't keep track of time when I was raised in the uh, in Zion with the wolves. Yeah, I actually the- came from the Arctic and I was buried under the snow. I arose with the winter solstice. I don't know when I was created. I'm actually from Anchorage, um, <laughs> Alaska, where they breed moose. A pack of moose. Okay, if you were raised so random and I know that <laughs> like we always get knocked for being so fucking random, but if you were raised by a pack of animals, any one like oh, group of animals, what group of animal would you want? I feel like I'm already running with the wolves. Shut up, Lone Lobos. No, <laughs> I, I, but if wolf is your answer, wolf is your answer. It's just kind of like a lame answer, like a you surface know what? value. Okay, you know what I'm thinking actually would be really cool? I think it's called a gang of orcas. Is that what it's called? A gang of orcas? That's funny because I was about to say I wanted to ride with the penguins. Oh, so the you'd be you would be fucking me up. Dude, <laughs> I just think the orcas are so badass, bro. They're so smart and they hunt in packs. Dude, did you it's see Blackfish? They are savage. They're legit. No, They're... yeah, that's what I'm saying. Have you seen all they... <laughs> no, oh, I oh, they that? No. Oh, they get uh, captured? <laughs> no. No, what's the Blackfish, other... Blackfish, Blackfish is the one where that... The, the sea shit world. on SeaWorld. Yeah, no, dude. Orcas will launch seals up in the air with their tails and they'll be like flying through the air and smack the water super hard and get knocked out and then they'll eat them. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> playing with their food. food. They're Those playing monkey they... in the middle with the seals. Yeah, I would totally be down for that. I think I have what it takes to join the orca family. I think it would be cool to be led by the emperor penguin. Like, I, I, I'd be cool to run with the penguins, but also it'd be super cool to be tight with like a queen bee. And just have all those bees in there. Dude, that would be sick. Are you kidding? You, you want to be a bee? I think it'd be cool. You're kidding? Anyone gets on your nerves, you just... Do, 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 yeah, do. and then you die. No, they die. I don't die. No, like... Okay, I'm... Just because I'm growing up with the queen bee doesn't mean I turn into... This isn't Oh, wait, wait, you're saying... Wait, you're I'm saying not, you're still a human and you're yeah, running Yeah, I'm saying spec- like... Oh, you're still I was a picturing human. myself as an orca. Oh, you want to be a beached whale? What do you... I'm not going to be a beast whale, bro. I'm going to eat the ship. I'm going to shoot it, through it remi- the hole. It, no, it reminds me of the other guys. The, I'd be oh, a pack like, of, yeah, I'd be a tuna. You'd be, yeah, and, and, I'd, and I'm a lion. girlfriend. I'm a, he's yeah. like, oh, yeah? Two 800-pound tunas out there? You lose that battle nine times yeah. out of ten. <laughs> you know <laughs> That's you me. Yeah, you can be a fucking penguin or a bee. You can go, bee's <laughs> going to fuck up an orca? Are you kidding me? Dude, what? you, I, I, you, you have dead, no bro. clue. Orcas are allergic to the venom in bees. Have you not seen the bee movie? <laughs> That man died for our sins. He was, I like how they gave him a big ass, like, hospital bed for that tiny ass bee. Oh, and he was, and yeah. He, and was it Edward Norton? It was Edward Norton that played that bee. The one at least, that at least the bee looked like the, Edward Norton. <laughs> <laughs> the best friend bee looked like. I love that if Edward Norton ever listens to this podcast and happens to listen to this very specific episode, he's gonna be like, oh, what the fuck? That wasn't me. That Dude, bee fuck those like guys. Bitch. Wait, let, yeah, let me see. Who is? Yeah. Edward Norton. Cast we love you. of B movie. If I'm right about this, for some absurd There's reason. There's no way it's Edward Norton. Um, I don't even. Oh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Oh, I do remember being Matthew Broderick now. Hey, I can picture his Yeah. Voice. All right. Fine. Whatever. Fine, it wasn't Edward fine, Norton. Fine. I don't know. So Sholo is in the bitch B gang and I am in the super cool orca gang. Um, You don't know penguins. You don't know their lives. Did you see what penguins will do for love? What will orcas do for love? A penguin will search miles and miles for the right stone for his wife and Soup. bring it back. There's feathers. different types of penguins. There's like emperor penguins, gentoo penguins, 
So are the uh, emperor penguins like the rich, evil white people? Did you not see Happy Feet 2, you uncultured swine? I was yeah, in Happy Feet 2, all right. Are the top. That's why they're called the emperor. Empoleon. Come on now. Speaking of Empoleon. Okay, that was a great segue. Empoleon. Speaking brilliant diamond. Shining pearl. Cha-ching. Achievement unlocked. Successful segue. That's right. 11 episodes in. You're hearing it first. Empoleon is a starter Empo- of the Sinnoh region in Pokemon. Empo- and yes. the new Sinnoh remake games just came out last Friday. Shining Pearl and Brilliant Diamond. And Brilliant Diamond. And I gotta say, I've logged Pokemon in. Pokemon games. Because you didn't say they're Pokemon. Oh yeah, they're Pokemon games. Surprise, surprise. It's a, it's I'm a, playing Pokemon again. <laughs> I've yeah, logged on somehow, so many hours already. That's gonna be our goal, is just to incorporate Pokemon into every episode somehow. We'll slowly uh, the new start game doing came it. out. I haven't played it. Jacob's played it. Give us your quick 30-second rundown. Go. Uh, I'd say the animation is great. They actually did some cool battle uh, effects. So basically, when a Pokemon attacks, you get to see a cool move or animation. Uh, the sunsets look beautiful. They're so, so amazing. He was showing me just, the shadows you just wish sexy. Was, yeah, the shadow of the sunset on the water. It looks like a National Geographic painting. Uh, and the soundtrack is cool, and it kind of looks like an orchestra. They got an orchestra. Yeah, they got an the orchestra to do the soundtrack, and it looks like anime, Animal Crossing, the art style. Okay, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Called so Chibi? one out of ten so Chibi? far. Yeah, one out of ten. No, I'd say so far good. Yeah, eight out of ten. Eight really an eight, out of, eight out of ten. It's been pretty good. They fixed the one glaring problem so basically in the Sinnoh games in the Sinnoh region for Pokemon the HP bar when you hit someone with an attack they lose health it would move so slow it would take forever for this HP bar to go all the way down and they fixed that now it goes down at a fast rate and I'm super happy that was literally the, my only problem with those games the old Sinnoh games so I'm a, I'm a happy little nerd you literally, you literally <laughs> bought the double pack with me. Like, you're literally kidding me, Blackness. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fine. I'm never talking about Pokemon ever again. We can go back to talking about how bees somehow beat Orcas. We have one. We talk about Sorry. It was just, I, said, I said 30 seconds and you spent two minutes talking about. <laughs> we'll run into a quick ad break before we talk about our last segment of the, of the episode. All right, we're back from the ad break and we're maybe we're going to we're going to do a little love segment. You guys showed some love in the Reddit. Yes, I love how figuratively and literally. I love how most of the little things start off with, "Hey, love doctors." Can we be love daddies? Yeah, you can be love daddy. I want to be love doctor cuz I like to be a little bit more official. Perfect. Yeah. Well, there's nothing more official than your father, so um <laughs> we'll we'll get right into it. My ex continuously texts me out of the blue to, quote, check up on me and then makes it seem like I'm the one who wants her back in my life, even though she's the one that's always coming back to me. What do you think? She said, I recently blocked her so she no longer has access to me. But was that a smart move to make? What do you think? I guess it, it depends. I mean, it depends how, on how y'all break up. Yeah, I was, just, I was just about to say that. Like, what was the breakup like and why did you like if she cheated on you, then yeah, block her and you don't need to be talking to her anymore. And if she keeps trying to get back in your life. You double block that hope. Whoa. You block and then unblock. My ex, yeah. I don't know. To to check up on you, I feel like 
I mean, that's nice. I don't know. Maybe she's still really into you, but I think that's kind of... I don't know, but... Okay. I think that's kind of gaslighty and really lame to be like, what, you always text me. It's like, you texted me first. I just think this chick is just looking for attention. Well, no, I okay, really okay, just we, that's what we, it is. is so, okay, let's... <laughs> I'm on your side, bro. I got you. <laughs> yeah, Jacob is for the frat boys. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> what? Here, here's what I'll say. I hate people that try to make conversations and then are mad dry. Like, like... If you were, you want to check up, let's have an actual conversation, but I don't want to have a, what are you doing? So has it been? Oh, What's super new? lame. Da, 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 just that over and over again. That shit is so annoying. How does that apply to our friend? To our friend? To, he, Cause he says, my ex continuously texts me out of the blue to quote, check up on me. Like you don't need to check up on me. Like let's have a real conversation. Like if you're not trying to date, then why do you give a fuck how I'm doing? Like not, not if we're not trying to date, but like if you're not trying to be in my life like that, or if you're my ex, like then. I don't know. I I hold the notion pretty strongly that you don't need Jacob's to be like, friends I'm with your exes. I'm just going to wait till she messes up. And then, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, I don't think but you yeah. need to be friends with your ex. Uh, I, I don't think that's a thing. I, it really depends on how you broke up, how long you dated, yeah, how serious super, you guys were. You gave but, us two sentences, bro. Some people in here gave us five paragraphs. You got to find the sweet spot. We're not reading the five paragraphs. We're not, yeah, we're not reading the, Actually, I read one of the... I've read, I've read, if not all of them, most of them. Yeah, I was And saying, honestly, I, a lot of you guys, it seems like, are having the same, same kind of problem. issue. Yeah. Which is Honestly, like, the, it's like, I think it's the same issue of be more confident and just leave and just don't mess with that person anymore. If they're flirting around with other people, if they're doing all these things, like, uh, fuck them. No, one of them was like, one of them was, you know, she was texting this guy all the time and um, she found out that he was flirting with other girls at the school, but was like still talking to him and then found really had clear evidence that he was and stopped talking to him and now he's back in her life and is she's like should i talk to him it's like no he's not worth your time i don't think, talk to him i think what it kind of relates to which is one of the other questions that i saw which was like what would the advice be that you give to your younger dating self or just your younger self and i think it's just like i remember being in high school and thinking that like the end of relationships were the biggest thing in the world and the reality is guys and gals out there is that once you get out of high school i can't speak for everyone but dude you don't you don't think about that stuff anymore like what's also like it's, it's like not the end of the world all those tests that you stressed out about all that relationship drama done. i don't even think about that anymore you don't, yeah so you don't think about your chem final like, you don't da, da, da. so basically bomb all of them like school doesn't fucking matter dude, like i don't know i would say just make memories and cut class you know yeah, you couldn't see my face, but I was just kidding about that. No, yeah, we're definitely we're definitely joking. We're, I don't know. I would. We do know. We're the doctors and the daddies. Yes, we know everything. As fathers know. Fathers know. Father knows best. I would say, be bold. I don't know. I would definitely tell my younger self be more confident and date more. I think, like, Whoa. I was a super shy. Hey, I'm a slut. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> I was I was super shy when it came to girls, and I hated asking girls out. And I would definitely tell my younger self just ask girls out. I think, but, okay, sure, ask people out, actually. but know when to stop, I think, is also a really big, some teenage like boys people, can be so, and teenage girls can be so relentless when it comes to, like, I'm obsessed with this person, or, like, oh, my gosh, this person is, is it oh, for is me, everything. and it's just, mm. like, yo, it's, it's not, they're not all that in a bag of chips, like, relax, that's what I'd say, but if you're older than that, then, mm. I don't know, I feel like that's inevitable in a high school relationship, I feel like you're in high school, your emotions are so freaking crazy. Yeah. yeah, everyone's gonna be. Oh my god, I love you so much. What? You walked to chemistry with Joe today. 
I thought you wanted to walk with me. Yeah, that's what that's what it seems like. But it all ends. It all ends. But what I did wanna did wanna say is thank you guys so much for showing love on the Reddit. I think it's it's super cool this kind of this uh like little group that we have. And and I think that that's like uh I don't know, it's it's special. I we read all of them, if not all of them. Like and I love the memes. I love the I saw you see the one of you it said uh I like some of the Gaga songs. It's you. It's your face on on Kanye West. It's that it's that moment where he's talking about Gaga. Oh, that's funny. And it's your face on Kanye's face, or the one, or the one that was like Jacob and Sholo. Uh, we oh, don't, we don't judge. judge. Also, also Jacob, Jacob and Sholo. You are stupid. Yeah, I, I diagnose you with stupid. <laughs> Which is look, we love we love poking fun at people. We love poking fun at at everything. You know, bringing smiles to people's faces and and kind of shedding some light and, and keeping things light. So. I like this one. Someone asked on the love question, what is relationship advice? And someone said, the way to your hearts. And I'm actually curious, what is the way to your heart, Sholo? What is the way to my heart? What is the way to your heart? Not being picky with food. Oh, that's a big one. I would very much vouch that if you want to be a friend of Sholo's, you cannot be whoa, picky. Whoa. Well, I'm not saying all that. I'm, I'm not gatekeeping food here. I'm just saying, look, if you if you haven't had a food before, let's try it together. Don't say, I don't want to try this. Da, 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 da. I Look, wouldn't like try it. it. Try it at least so then you can say, I don't like it. Come on. You never had sea bass like that before. Eat it. Come on, just eat the chicken that's, feet. That's one of the ways to my heart. Another one of the ways to my heart. Um, I like it when girls bite on my ears. I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, I literally told you about that. Stop stealing that no, from Intouchables. me. Intouchables told us about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think just being open to new experiences. I, I really enjoy it when I'd say that's a, not like a sexual turn on, but just like no getting one, to know each other process much easier. And I don't know what other word to say it other than turn on or like green flags aside from a red, like instead yeah, of a red yeah. flag. What about you? What are your green flags? Um, I think someone who's, uh, active. Someone active? You're saying like someone that's just like, yo, is down the, to let's go do this. Yeah, let's like, go do that. that. likes to be outside is very spontaneous i'm not much of a plan maker so it's See, nice jacob that's a fucking red flag for jacob if any of you guys are in the realm of wanting to date this man n never you're never going to get anywhere on time <laughs> he doesn't have a calendar he doesn't have a yeah um, if you have if you have things in your calendar i don't know if it's going to work out it's this is yeah you better keep your shit mad free. It's like, <laughs> yo, you want to go to Greece tomorrow? All right, let's go. Actually, I'm busy this whole week. No, you know what's funny? Go. You know what's funny? This reminds me of one of like some of the first times that I ever stayed over at Jacob's house. This is when I first got a car. I would go drive over to Jacob's house. And on three separate occasions, on the third time it finally happened, but the first two times I would go over and all of like Jacob's house you would use every corner of that goddamn living room to, to <laughs> pile people the, the in. The living room wasn't even like massively large, but there were like just enough, there was just enough couch and just enough space in between the couch that there would be 12 people in your living room. <laughs> on the floor. Yeah, on the floor. And Jacob would always go, oh yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna wake up at like 5 a.m. and go hit the swell over at Manhattan Beach or <laughs> maybe even go down to uh, Carlsbad. I don't know, the waves are pretty good down there. Looks like a pretty nice break. And then uh, 11 a.m. would roll around and everyone and I would be the first one awake and everyone <laughs> would still be asleep. And then we would wake up and everyone would be like, 
all right, so you guys down to hit Denny's or? <laughs> <laughs> and Jake would be like, shit, my bad. I know you brought your wetsuit, that, but we're going to hit no, it up I another time. You went, you went but if you want to go climbing, we could go do that. <laughs> <laughs> you went and bought a $300 wetsuit and then I think we used it once. I used it once, yeah. But the good news is that I'm not growing, so I can Yeah, there still... you go. You can use it forever. No, but we ended up, we ended up going surfing. Yeah, yeah, third time's a charm. Uh, yeah, the, the third time or so. <laughs> but uh, on that note, uh, keep the suggestions coming in on Reddit. Let us know if there's stuff that you want us to talk about. Okay, so you heard it here first. You gotta like to eat if you want to be with Sholo, and you have to like to be outside if you want to be with me. And you gotta be 15 minutes late to to be with Jacob. So thank you guys for for tuning in. As always, I'm your punctual uh, host, Sholo Mariduena, and I'm your fashionably late cool <laughs> guy host. Jacob See what Scott I told Simon's you? You say, you say it in that voice every single time. <laughs> Just different words. But but it's thank you guys for voice, tuning in. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Lone Lobos Podcast is brought to you by Lone Lobos Studios, Michael Tura Podcast Network, and iHeartMedia. The podcast is produced by Jaime Roque and Noah Pham with coordination from Monica Tamayo. If you like what you hear, hit the subscribe button. Bye-bye.